All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. I think it's really great to have you around, right? I think it's awesome to know that someone is listening, right? So welcome to the show. This is The Void Show on Active FM, as we all and always say that radio has never been better. It's another week, and obviously this implies another time for a brand new episode from the Void Show, right? <laughs> it implies another time for filtering out uh, secrets of the universe, right? I mean, the universe is filled with a lot of secrets. And so every week, what are we doing? We are filtering out these secrets, right? We are revealing the mysteries of the universe, right? We want to get insights. We want to understand some of the phenomena that are taking place in the universe, right? Every week we do that. And in a nutshell, I can just say that is learning, right? <laughs> You're here because you want to learn new stuff, right? And so so I think learning is really cool, right? What do you think? I think I've mentioned this statement before that leaders are readers. And obviously that's one of the most popular statements, but I think it's true. There's no lie in it, <laughs> right? It's true. Leaders are readers and it need not be leaders only, but it's, maybe we should say um, geniuses are readers, right? They obviously put leaders because it rhymes the same, <laughs> but more accurately, it should be geniuses are readers, okay? I think it's, it's, it's true because you see, um, so many people write books, right? A lot of people write books. I can write a book, right? You can write a book. So a lot of people write books and some of people write about their own life, right? I just want to tell you one crazy thing about reading stuff. Uh, some people write about their own life and imagine if that person is 97 years old, right? It means in a book, they've written their whole life, right? And we can agree that this person surely has went through a lot, right? So there's knowledge, there's, there's advices, there's, there's secrets, you know, there's intelligence in, in, in this book. So imagine if you can read that book and you're going to get all that knowledge that this person has went through in their 90 years in just three weeks, depending on, you know, how much time you take to read that book. Isn't that amazing? that you can literally read a book and, you know, have 20 years of knowledge that the person who wrote this book, you know, went through, can just have that in just uh, three weeks of reading a book. So that's amazing, right? <laughs> it absolutely is, is great, which leads me to what we're speaking about today. And we're speaking about Sir Isaac Newton, right? And if you if you did physics in high school, if you did physical sciences, you surely know <laughs> who Sir Isaac Newton is, right? He's one of the great and brilliant minds in the field of science. He has contributed a lot, right? And <laughs> uh, speaking about this, one thing crosses my mind actually right now. Um, you know, I had a conversation with one of my friends, right? Um, he's 
uh, like the great science denier. And I think I've mentioned him before and uh, I keep mentioning him a lot because um, he's very interesting, right? <laughs> uh, uh, so he, he's a science denier, right? And what I've seen is that he denies a lot of science theories, right? Obviously, science has brought a lot of good stuff to us, right? Telephones. I'm recording this because of science, right? So that cannot be denied, right? <laughs> it can't be denied. But uh, so a lot of stuff that he denies would be these theories, right? That explain phenomena, right? Um, like your Big Bangs, like your um, um, uh, um, uh, theories, basically, that describe things, right? So he denies that stuff. And I said to him, and tell me what you think about this. I said to him, you see, science is not scientists. Okay? <laughs> science is not scientists. It's not at all. Because what well, it could depend, well, obviously depend on the provenance of a scientist, Right? But it does not belong to scientists, and it's not scientists, right? I mean, it cannot be denied that there are, uh, you know, a handful of people who have written the Bible, right? Peter, you know, Petros, John, all those people wrote the Bible, right? Um, or they have contributed in some parts of the Bible, right? Your, your Paul wrote to the Philippians, all that stuff. But you see, the Bible is not Paul. <laughs> right the concepts everything the the the, the knowledge the, the teachings they are not paul well they could belong well they don't actually belong but they they could depend on paul's provenance but they're not paul right so we obviously live in a free world and everybody's allowed to say anything they want to say Right. Even scientists are people. So they've got right to say whatever they want to say. And some of the stuff that they say, it's, it's not science. OK, so we should just be careful of that. We look at people like Sir Isaac Newton, one of the very brilliant minds. He's, he's, he's a phenomenal guy. Right. I mean, we know gravity because of him. <laughs> Can you believe that? We know gravity because of him. Hey. And, you know, a lot of people like saying um, he discovered gravity, but I don't like to say he discovered gravity because, you see, um, he did not discover gravity. Well, from my understanding of the definition of uh, gravity, I, I mean, uh, uh, discovering things, right? Um, he, he, he explained what gravity is, right? And I'm, I'm going to be sharing with you a lot more about his life. Um, just a short story about Sir Isaac Newton. So make sure that you stick with us. And right after this, we will be continuing our journey into Sir Isaac Newton's life. Do you love radio? Well, of course, you will listen to. And all your entertainment! Beautiful, so the time is now, and now is the time where we're going to learn more about uh, Sir Isaac Newton. Right. <laughs> um, these are the likes of your Albert Einstein. Hey? These are the likes of your Maxwell. 
really influential people you know they are so bright they are um uh, intelligent you know <laughs> we know gravity because of isaac newton you believe that had it not been for him <laughs> i don't think we would know what gravity is say um unless someone explained gravity right so so yeah he's just one of those brilliant people and obviously today we're going to speak about more a lot more stuff that he discovered or some of the stuff that he explained right but i'm keen to see some of your thoughts i mean what do you think about isaac newton what do you think about him do you like him don't you like him <laughs> maybe do you have anything that uh you discovered about him um i don't know do you uh, are you amazed by some of the things he discovered? Hey, do share that with us. We are there on WhatsApp. Plus two seven eight four five four five one one six six. Plus two seven eight four five four five one one six six. Right. So let's understand Isaac Newton. <laughs> so you know, um, if you did physics in high school, if you did physical sciences in high school, you surely do know who Isaac Newton is, right? <laughs> I'm sure he's all over your question papers, right? All over your textbooks. But you see, he's regarded as uh, he's regarded as the father of modern physical sciences, right? And physical sciences is your chemistry and physics, right? When you hear someone saying physical sciences, know that they are referring to chemistry and physics. Okay, so he's regarded as the father of modern physical sciences, and that's fair because you know. He made a lot of contributions to that, right? Uh, but here's what's going to surprise you. He was one of the people who co-founded uh, calculus, right? Independently, right? Independently as well, <laughs> right? So neutral. <laughs> He's one of the people who founded calculus, okay? That's amazing. And what is calculus? Calculus is a branch of mathematics, you know, pre that, there was obviously mathematics existed. It was already there, right? It, it, it was already there. But it could only explain a few things, right? There was trigonometry. So there was those kind of mathematics. And then he came to the picture. He founded calculus. Calculus is the mathematics of change, right? It's the mathematics of change. When things change, we can analyze them with calculus, right? Uh, we are able to go to Mars. I mean, a rocket, we are able to calculate the speeds of rockets uh, because of calculus. We are able to take uh, rockets to space because of calculus, right? We are able to calculate, um, if I have this now, how much am I going to have in the next 30 years? Or, you know, uh, uh, when this changes or when that changes, we are able to calculate slopes. That's because of calculus, Right. So that's incredible. You know, I always share this because <laughs> um, if someone could ask me in the past and say to me, uh, you know, what is one of the weird thing that you or maybe one of the weirdest things that you've learned about the universe since you were in this journey? In the past, I could possibly say. It's because the universe does this, you know, reveal those uh, weird things about the universe, you know, say those things. <laughs> That's what I could possibly say in the past. But you know what I would say right now? I'm going to be like, one weird thing about the universe is that mathematics actually works. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Mathematics actually works. It's not working 
because you believe it's working. It's working whether you believe it or not. It, it's working. It's it's just like that. It's it's working. It works, you know. <laughs> and you start even questioning yourself: What is even mathematics? Hey, people who uh, uh, came up with mathematics crazy. You know, it's it's crazy. You look at some of the things that maths do. They discover planets. You look at Neptune, the discovery of Neptune, the discovery of Pluto. That was through mathematics, right? They did calculations and, you know, maths said they gave these coordinates and they were like, at this point in time, take your telescope and, uh, uh, you know, focus in this certain direction and there's going to be a planet at that point. And there it was. So do you want to tell me that mathematics ain't working? It works, right? So <laughs> really, that's one thing that amazes me about this universe. It's the fact that mathematics works, right? So yeah, <laughs> more about Isaac Newton, you know. And I also love one of the uh, uh, quotes that he said, right? Um, he actually said that all that he had achieved, if anything, it was only because he stood on the shoulders of giants, right? <laughs> so, so you see, that, that, that's that, just think of that, right? And there was much truth in that because he it really does admit that you know there was something that was greater than him, right? Um, everything that he did was to basically gather um, works of other great scientists, right? But there's also something that's greater than him. Right, and he did all that he could. That's because he stood on the shoulders of giants. That's incredible. So let's speak about his early life. Um, he uh, more about his life. So um, Isaac Newton was born on December. Right, it was the twenty fifth of December. Right, twenty five December, and it was in sixteen forty two. Right, very long time ago, and you know. His early childhood was not so interesting. It was not so, um, um, it was not so happy, right? Because his father actually died before he was born, and so you can just imagine that. And um, you know, um, um, he was small, right? And he was a weak one because he was premature as well, right? And so, uh, before he was two years old, um, his mother remarried okay his mother remarried and he turned him over to his grandmother right to raise him on a farm okay and so he attended school there um right um and in those years <laughs> right um uh, the name of his school i think it was uh, uh skillington right and um stoke yeah so, so Skillington Stoke, and he was born in England, right? He was born in England on the December twenty fifth, and yeah, after his mother remarried, he then turned him over to his grandmother, right? Who then um, was working on the farms. If you actually read in the past, she wanted to, you know, put him like in the in the farms because his mother returned later to claim him for working on the farms, right? Right, so that's really what happened. Um, and, and, and it is that his mother came to reclaim him when Newton was 14 years old, right? And uh, she obviously, uh, with, with the intent of making him a farmer, 
right? And so, um, as you could guess, Newton was not interested in that at all, right? He was not interested in farming at all, right? So, um, instead of that, he spent his time in solitary. He was thinking, right? Um, um, he was uh, thinking about a lot of stuff. He actually loved reading. And um, later in his stages of life, he went to the University of Cambridge University, right? Um, Trinity College. And he did exceptionally well there, right? <laughs> but uh, mainly he was involved in his own projects, right? Um he uh, things like observing comets in space, you know, uh, studying light, and actually one of the things he found as well is optical physics, right? Optical physics, so things like their light and stuff. You see things like that. We discussed that last week. He's the inventor of a reflecting telescope. Can you believe that? Wasn't that it? I mean, he did enough. He 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 did enough. Leave him alone. <laughs> so yeah, that's what th th those are some those were some of his interests, right? To look at comet paths, you know, uh, to study things in in the universe, and he continued to study also light, right? The refracting of light, right? And uh, uh, obviously that I don't know if you've heard of a theorem that's called binomial theorem. It's actually one major important thing in mathematics he's actually the one that also developed that theory the general theory of binomial theorem so he, he, he did a lot right he 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 did a lot there's quite a lot of stuff that he did right so <laughs> so um i think we should go to a song right now and after this we're going to be speaking about um you know when when he's creative period started okay uh we're gonna be speaking about that and so here's a song for you to enjoy um we are the light because he explained light so it's only fair to play we are the light enjoy right after this we'll be continuing our journey
playing on radio that is active fm thank you so much for still being here with us if you're still here it means you're loving what we're speaking about right this is the void a show it is the only show that allows you to make your way through the deep space right get an insight of what's happening in the universe right my name is andrew and i am your show host and yet we are still speaking about sir isaac Newton, right? So please do make sure that you still get in touch with us. We are there on Facebook, and our handle is at the Void Show with Andrew. Send your questions, send you everything, and yeah, right. We will be definitely answering them. <laughs> so yeah, so um, you, you you would know that um, Isaac Newton went to Cambridge University, right? That's what we said before this beautiful gem. We are the light. And so, you know, for about 18 months or for about some time, let me actually say after a few months, the university was shut down, right? It was shut down. And so obviously everybody had to go home. And so um, by that time, uh, Isaac Newton was still living with his grandmother, right? And so he went back to where he stayed, right and he actually spent that time in the farm okay in his farm right and um, it was in wool's throat <laughs> right it was in wool's throat and that marked the beginning of the amazing creativity of isaac newton right it, it marked it because 
he later wrote, right, he later wrote that, and I'm quoting him here, he said, uh, in those days, I was in the prime of my age for invention and minded mathematics and physics more than at any time since. Right? So the, the shutting down of the uni- <laughs> the shutting down of the university, it was in lockdown. Right? It was in lockdown at that time. It was in lockdown. Like we are in lockdown right now. It was in lockdown. And so maybe it's, well, not maybe, but it, that lockdown served in his favorite, right? It favored Isaac Newton because during that time, it marked the beginning of his amazing creativity. Look at what he did, right? Remember the quote he said, right? He actually wrote this later. In those days, I was in the prime of my age for invention and minded mathematics and physics more than at any time since. That's what he wrote. And in those few months in lockdown, Newton developed both the differential and integral calculus. And he did this independently. That's what he did. Imagine, during lockdown, he invents mathematics, he invents calculus. He did that independently, right? And it was necessary for him to do that because you see, uh, uh, as I've explained before, uh, uh, calculus, that's the study of changing quantities, right? It's the study of changing quantities, <laughs> right? And later that he, 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 he discovered, I don't like to say he discovered gravity, but he later that time after he, uh, you know, invented a calculus, he then explained gravity. All right. Had it not been for his calculus without him discovering calculus, Newton could not have worked out his theory of gravitation. Right, he, he couldn't have done that because his theory of gravitation it involves the mathematics, right, of bodies in motion. Okay, it involves mathematics of bodies in motion that continuously change, right? They continuously change their position in space. So, had it not been for his early discovery of calculus, he could not have explained gravity, right? And I was saying, I don't like to say he discovered gravity, right, because gravity has always been there, but you see, you see. He obviously came up with a law that explains gravity, right? And this law is Newton's universal law of gravitation, okay? He he, he says that he realized that, you know, it, it's the same forces that holds planets together that we see here on Earth, right? That uh, if I put the, the pen up, it, it goes down. So that's the law of gravity. You know the law of gravity, right? That's what he explained. But why am I saying I don't like when they say he discovered gravity? Obviously, with my definition of discovery, it's because, you see, um, um, his laws, laws that explain nature, or laws of nature, they, they, they explain the regularity, right? So, law of gravity explains what's already there. Okay, it's, it's not something that we discovered, but it's it's already there. We just needed some sort of an explanation that would explain that some sort of mathematics that would describe that but it's it's, it's already there right so it, it explains the regularity laws of nature don't create things right laws of nature don't set things for example laws of motion right they don't set things in motion 
but they explain what happens when things are already in motion. Okay, so that's why I'm saying um, he then explained uh, gravitation. And next week, that's what we're going to be speaking about. How did he explain gravitation? You know, what are some of the interesting things that he found when he explained uh, uh, gravitation? That's what we're going to be speaking about um, uh, uh, next week. But you see, during lockdown, Newton invented calculus and later he then explained gravity. Isn't that incredible? During lockdown, can you believe it? Right? And 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 <laughs> if you think there was enough, that's not all. Because during that time, he speculated on the nature of light. That's what he did. During that time, during that period, right? He's the one that actually, you know, I made this experiment that when you take white light, you take white light, you like from your torch or something, and you pass it through a prism. On the other light, you get all the other colors of the rainbow, right? So that means white light is actually made up of all those colors of uh, the rainbow, right? That's what he found. He speculated on the nature of light. And he ended up in, you know, uh, with with the, the modern explanation of light that we have now, right? Crazy, crazy. Right, and what we mean by uh, the, the explanation that we have now, uh, 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 you know, after speculating on the nature of light, he, you know, he then uh, explained like uh, white light is made up of a spectrum of other lights, right? And he came up with the definition of light, not a definition of light, but an explanation of that, like a nature of light, that it behaves both as a particle and as a wave, right? That's what he uh, later uh, spoke about. Right, so so it's really a lot of interesting stuff that um um um, um Newton discovered, and you know um in the course of his work on light, he then designed the first reflecting telescopes. We spoke about uh, you know types of telescopes that we have last week. If you have not listened to that show, you want to go check it out after this one. Right, he's actually the first one to um to do what to design the the. A reflecting telescope. <laughs> all this happened during lockdown, eh? And you know, after all that, um, actually, his theory of gravity actually came at the end, right? <laughs> it came at the end. You know, the the gravitational theory, right? The 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 one that forces actually work at distances between bodies in space, right? He then uh, concluded by by doing that. And that's all based on the story that he saw an apple falling on a tree, right? <laughs> right. Yes. And then he, he, he actually remember the university closed off when he was about eight, uh, 18 years, um, uh, uh, not 18 years, but somewhere around there, I think 20 something. That's when it closed. 20 something, yes. And that's when it closed. And the university actually opened again. Or he actually returned to university when he was 24 years old. Right. And um, that's when some of the professors uh, recognized Newton's genius. Right. And he was actually given because uh, there was a professor that resignated. Right. As a professor of mathematics. And uh, Newton took that position. Right. And that was at the age of 26. Right. And so he remained at that university until he was 53 years old. Right. And so that's when he began his uh, popularity. Right. That's going to be his work actually of mathematics made him popular. Right. So that's a short story about Isaac Newton. <laughs>
there's a lot about Isaac Newton. There's a lot, but that's just a short story about him. And um, hopefully in the next episode, we'll get a chance to talk more about his, um, you know, beautiful works. But for now, stick with us. And right after this, we'll be speaking about some other secret and we're closing off. You don't want to miss it. Rapid Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For a, For a demo, demo, call Rapid, Rapid Trade on 011-493-9755. Rapid, Rapid Trade, trade. Apparently, we have reached the end of the Void show. Um, It is always a set part of the show every week, right? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, uh, if you're still here, it means you loved what we spoke about. Um, You know, Sir Isaac Newton, right? Um, What a wonderful story. What a wonderful story. Um, Who would have thought that lockdown can do such things, eh? (laughs) Who would have thought? So, um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, um, it's been great. And next week we will be speaking about his theory of gravitation, how he came up with his theory of gravitation, how he explained what gravity is, right? So make sure that you stick with us and next week you uh, talk, right? You, you, you listen, you learn stuff about gravity, right? How he explained gravity and it actually works. Right. So, um, yeah, if you want to find more about Active FM, www.activefm.co.za. That's a safe platform for you to find all the shows that we have. We've got different shows, um, beautiful shows, all of them. And um, we are literally everywhere. It's just such Active FM, Instagram, um, you know, Facebook, Parler, Reddit, Gab, Apple, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, um, we are everywhere. We are we are everywhere. We are everywhere. Active FM, The Void Show, Facebook, it's there. The Void Show, at The Void Show with Andrew. So um, from me, myself and I, I will see you next time, same place. I love you and have an amazing work ahead of you. Cheers. Active FM. Radio has never been better.